everyone, welcome to Happier Healthier with Conway Medical Center, a show that takes you behind the scenes of CMC to shed light on the inner workings of a community nonprofit hospital. We'll be talking with employees across all disciplines, sharing our heart for healthcare, and highlighting how the work we do supports positive outcomes for our patients and community. Join us each week for Happier Healthier with Conway Medical Center. All content discussed on Happier Healthier with Conway Medical Center are the individual opinions of our hosts and guests and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast to treat any medical condition for either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues you may be having. This disclaimer applies to any guest or contributor of the podcast. Harley Shelley, Development Officer, CMC Foundation, welcome. Thank you. So good to have you. Um, so tell me a little bit, Harley, about your background before you came to the foundation. Yeah. Um, so I am born and raised right here in Conway. Um, Conway Medical Center has always been my hospital. I had both my babies here. Um, but going into college, I wanted to do something with events. I just didn't know what that was. So I went into wedding planning. wasn't quite what I wanted, so I found special events. Um, I graduated from USC with a bachelor's in hospitality management with a focus in special events. Um, after that, I did an internship with the Conway Chamber of Commerce um, and became their special events and marketing director for six years. Um, and so I did a lot of community events there, um, more public, um, out in the neighborhood, um, events like that, so Riverfest, the annual Independence Day Festival, um, the Christmas Parade, things like that. Um, and when the job opened here at CMC Foundation, um, it was for fundraising, which mm -hmm. is what I had been doing for the past six years. Um, so it kind of led me here. I knew a lot of the people that were in the foundation and on the foundation board. It was a good transition for me um, just to broaden my knowledge in special events. It is my passion. It's mm -hmm. a lot of hard work, but um, I think coming from doing more community events to more um, donor and a smaller base of mm -hmm. people um, it really helped to um, to strengthen and and broaden my fundraising efforts mm -hmm. so. I would also imagine too that you develop like a much closer relationship with the community yes. when you're doing these larger events like for the chamber and you have you know thousands of community members yeah. coming and you, you try to reach and touch <laughs> as many as you can but I would think that when you're working with the foundation, all of these relationships that you have with donors are critical. Absolutely. Um, going a little ahead um, in our conversation, when we were doing the golf classic and the tennis classic, um, you know, you're talking with these donors and these participants for months and months before the actual event. And so you build up a relationship with them. And then when the event comes, you get to meet them in person. And mm -hmm. all, the, all this time that you've been talking, um, you know, you get to see it all in person and everything that you've talked about and done and prepped and prepared. Um, so it really gives you a great relationship without you even realizing, mm -hmm. you know, it's through email and on the phone, but then when you meet them in person, you, you feel like you've known them forever. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's another thing I love is, is just getting to meet and see the people that I've um, been working so hard with to prep for these events. Well, and then what's also cool at those events is that you get to really kind of develop this bond with them because yeah. not only have you been, to your point, working on the phone or through yeah. email for months, but now you get to like cut loose and have a little yeah. bit of fun and 
all this hard work can actually pay off. Absolutely. The, so, the fun is here. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, I was lucky enough to attend the Golf and Attend yeah. Classic. They're so much fun. Um, one of my favorite events of the year. So how was it, you know, especially with, so the Tennis Classic, we're on year two. Mm -hmm. So golf, we were on, you know, over 30 years of yeah. the, or almost 30 years of the golf. So, so in a lot of ways, you have people that have been attending for many, many years, mm -hmm. some pre-pandemic, some have come back again post-pandemic, there's been some changes. So how do you kind of balance that of giving, you know, people what they've come to expect, but then also like putting a stamp on it yourself and bringing it into kind of this next generation? Is that challenging sometimes? Yes, it is because, um, you know, I started at the CMC Foundation seven months ago and so I, I'm still learning as I go, um, but you have those people that have been doing the Golf Classic for years back when it was named the Kingston Classic um, and they have a certain expectation of tradition and, and that's wonderful and I love that and, and tradition is um, very important to me as well. But with the times changing and with um, younger people coming into the workforce and into these positions that we are dealing with, um, with donors and, and companies, you have to uh, please them as well. And so I think when you bring both together, it's easier than you, than you might think. Mm -hmm. um, you've got that traditional generation that wants to see the same thing every year. But they are at the point in their lives too that well let's see what we can do to make it new and, and more fun or, or can we add something else or I really liked how this company did this can we try that so it can become a challenge but I really believe the older generation is starting to be more open-minded and okay. starting to let more of the new generation's thoughts and ideas and opinions um, really come into light so it's a weird balance um, and, and working with both age groups mm -hmm. um, can be difficult, but um, it, it, it's all about respect, respecting both sides of what they're looking for and what they mm -hmm. want and, and the money that they've um, donated to these causes. Um, so you just gotta kind of weed through and see also what's best for, for your organization, mm -hmm. um, for your fundraising efforts and for what is going to help you with the money that you raised afterwards. So mm -hmm. it can be difficult, but it's... Yeah. it's it's a fun mix. A fun challenge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I was really surprised at just how um, how there were there was such a large gap of you know we had young people in high yeah. school or even <laughs> middle school that were you know attending with their their parent. Um, we had people that were likely into retirement, yeah. and just to see kind of the different generations come together and have um, just a family friendly good time. Yes, is so amazing. Yeah. And what is, a, what is another opportunity, so when you have your sponsors together, you've got individual donors together, um, how do we kind of, how do you tell the story of the foundation and, and take that opportunity to kind of talk about what's new and what's happening and where their money's going? Yeah, um, so we usually, just in our schedule, um, we'll go off of that for an event. You know, we have an, an opening ceremony, opening remarks. Um, and that's always a great time to um, kind of give a rundown on what the foundation is doing at that time, what the money for that event is going to, thank our donors. Um, with the Golf Classic, we had our kickoff party the night before just to gather everyone um, and, and do the same. Tell them what's going on. Tell them where this money is going to that they've donated and, and they've invested into this event. 
Um, I think it's important to do that no matter if it's at the end or the beginning or at lunch or whatever the schedule may be. It's important because, yes, those people are there to have a good time. Yes, they're there to play golf or play tennis. Um, but at the end of the day, we've had companies donate a, a lot of money mm-hmm. to be a part of this. But not to just be a part of the event, to be a part of what we're doing at the foundation and what we're doing with that money. Mm-hmm. So it's important to to keep them updated and to let them know hey, here's where your money's going, here's what we're using it for, um, and it's all good things. It's, it's not going to waste. Mm-hmm. I love that. It makes them feel kind of part of the story. Yes. So when we're telling the story of the CMC Foundation, it's yes. not just about the story of the people that work at the foundation, it's all the people that oh, support yeah. it on every level. Absolutely. We couldn't do it without them. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, I know that there, um, there are a lot of opportunities to get involved with the foundation. Yeah. Um, Tell me a little bit about how you encourage, you know, whether it's new employees at CMC or even the younger generation, people that are recently graduates, um, graduated from college, how do we kind of reach that demographic of people and, and let them know what we're doing here at the foundation? Yeah, well, um, one great thing about Conway Medical Center and the partnerships that they have is um, with Coastal Carolina University, those graduates, like you mentioned, we have we have a great connection with them mm-hmm. in the school and able to meet with them and, and send them information um, on what we're doing not only as a hospital but as a foundation and and what we're striving for and our goals and mm-hmm. here's how you can help and I really think that this generation that is graduating today is looking for how they can make a difference mm-hmm. you know they are really saying well what can I do to help or how does this benefit me or my family members and what we do can directly Mm -hmm. do that, can directly benefit um, them or if they have a family member going through chemo or if they have a neighborhood that they know about that is um, lower on the income level and can't Mm -hmm. afford certain screenings, we can directly benefit those communities. So I think having that connection with Coastal and being able to reach out to those students and bring a lot of them in, especially with Ori Georgetown Tech and the Mm -hmm. relationship that we have with their nursing program, um, it's a great way to um, jump right in front of them and Mm say, hey, join what we're doing, get involved, um, Mm -hmm. come work at CMC. And so we have a lot of opportunity there. Mm -hmm. And I think that in one interesting thing that, you know, maybe it's a product of social media or just how um, you know communication is just evolved over the last decade but I think the transparency that we can offer is so important because it's not just you know send your money to us and um, you'll get a letter in the mail saying thank you it's we're showing you dollar for dollar where the money's going within your community Um, there's full transparency we they know they're going to give to Um, a not-for-profit that is fiscally responsible, that's making good decisions, that has a community at heart. Um, You know, we've all seen stories in the news over the last decade about, you know, prominent charities that then we find out are having, you know, these extravagant galas or, you know, these extravagant private jets or whatever it is. So I, I love that when you're donating to the foundation, you're truly attributing right to your community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so speaking of technology and social media, um, you know, how we connect with people. We were talked a little bit earlier about maybe different age demographics. Like, how do you try to reach, you know, how are we communicating with people? 
Yeah, so we do a little bit of um, old school and, and mix in the social media. Um, so our Facebook page, our marketing team does a really great job with putting our information on the CMC Facebook page, what we're doing, what we have going on. Um, when our Mamma bus or our Health Reach van goes out, they're gathering that information and getting those pictures and they're putting it online for people to see. Like you said, we're showing you dollar for dollar where your money's going. Um, and then, of course, there are those people that don't have Facebook. Um, and so we send out emails and, and um, letters and kind of reach that old school way of mm -hmm. communicating. Um, so again, when you're dealing with both sides, both generations, a mix of age groups, um, you have to just do what works, do what yeah. they know. You have to do um, what makes them happy because mm -hmm. They are donating. Mm -hmm. They are a part of what we're doing and how we do what we do. So we want to make sure that they know that, hey, you donated this money last month and this is what it went mm -hmm. to. So emails, letters, Facebook, social media, I mean, Instagram. Mm -hmm. So we do a little bit of it all. Mm -hmm. And you have, um, you do have some exciting things. So we've got, you know, tennis and golf, which is a lot of fun. And if you want to get out there and play, you certainly can. You can also... Um, donate in other ways, become a sponsor, you can volunteer. We have a lot of great volunteers um, who come in, who come and do that for us. But we also have something that's really exciting, which is our new, um, uh, we have a new cancer patio. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, over at the CMC Cancer Center, we had a paver patio installed. It's right at the front door of the Cancer Center. Um, and this is just the way to honor those that have gone through treatment, those that have gone through chemo and radiation and are fighting, who are fighting cancer and the illness. Um, so you can purchase a brick, there's different sizes, small, medium, large, we even have a brick wall. Mm -hmm. um, it's more like a bench you mm -hmm. can sit on. Um, but the patio was put in place for those patients or family members to be able to get out of the building um, just for a minute, get some fresh air, get some sunshine while they're waiting. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and have more like a little tranquil area mm -hmm. to to kind of release emotion or, or whatever they need to do. Um, chemo is hard and it's tough and we want them to go in there and be at peace with what they're having to go through. So that's what the patio was put in for. But um, you can purchase a, a brick or a paver in someone's name um, if they went through chemo there and um, or if they're still going through chemo there, or if you just want to do it in your family's name mm -hmm. um, just to support the cause. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have quite a bit of bricks already sold, which is great. I mean, there's names and family names mm -hmm. and um, all over the patio now. Um, but it's just a great way to support the cancer center and to support mm -hmm. those patients because it's not just hard for the patient, it's hard for the families to watch their loved one go through mm -hmm. that or um, financial times or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be. Um, so this is just a, a kind of a way to help us help them, but also give them a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful spot yeah. and it's a moment where you can have a little bit of tranquility yeah. in the midst. Um, also for people that have gone through and are on hopefully the other side of it or close to the other side, yeah. it's a way to go back and um, revisit this powerful moment in your life. Absolutely. So, um, 
Yeah, it's amazing. And I, you know, I don't think that people realize some of the work that the foundation does in the community. We of course have our mobile mammography um, van. We have our health reach van that goes out into underserved areas of the community, but we also supply, um, you know, departments and clinics like the cancer center with um, life-saving equipment that they need. Absolutely. Um, So tell me a little bit about, you know, what the foundation does kind of, and all the different avenues that they can reach. Yeah. So, the foundation is a nonprofit that supports the hospital. Um, our initiatives are to, to, to directly support what the hospital has going on. Um, if there is a department that doesn't have the means in their budget to get a piece of equipment, an ultrasound mm-hmm. um, machine, or, or whatever it may be, they can come to us and say, hey, we think this would better our service to our patients Mm -hmm. and here's why and here's what we want to do and here's how much it costs Mm -hmm. Um, and so then we'll look at that and we'll go through and review and review the the equipment or, or whatever it is they're looking to purchase and see if it's worth it is that going to benefit the hospital is it going to benefit the patient is it going to um, get the patient out of the hospital mm-hmm. quicker and not make them sit around for so long because mm-hmm. we have this more advanced technology mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we're here to support what the hospital needs mm-hmm. um, all of the money that we raise goes to different initiatives different departments different funds mm-hmm. I mean when you go on our website to donate you can choose which fund you want to donate to so whether it be cancer mm-hmm. whether it be mobile mammography or mm-hmm. maternal child care whatever it may be mm-hmm. there's a ton of options um, and that's just so we can we also have unrestricted and that's kind of where we look and see which departments need help or or if someone comes to us can we use this mm-hmm. um, for that need in their department but there's, there's so many options that you can tell us what you want your money mm-hmm. to go to. We're not just taking your money and saying, oh, we think yeah. it needs to go here. Mm-hmm. You can tell us, and, and it will go directly mm-hmm. to whatever your passion yeah. is. Um, so, yeah, we're looking to help the hospital um, and the community and, and support whatever needs mm-hmm. come in there. Yeah. One thing I was um, su- surprised to hear but, you know, so excited to hear was – that another way we do support cancer patients is, um, you know, if we have a patient that is going through treatments and um, maybe needs help with transportation, yeah. you know, can't afford to get to and from their treatments, um, needs some help um, paying for some, you know, recent treatments that maybe is uninsured. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing. So it's it's not just going to, you know, the cancer center, it's going to potentially individual people. Right. Same with our bus, you know, our, right. our mammo van, you know, somebody shows up to the bus thanks to some grants we've had in the past, we're able to, you know, we don't turn anyone away. Right. Which is amazing. Um, another thing I'm not sure if people understand or realize is that we also help the community by, you know, through education and through scholarships. Yeah. And we currently are offering one right now. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So we have our Um, or giving them that scholarship to go through school. So um, it's a great way to further your career if you're uh, an MA or and you want to become a registered nurse or you know whatever um, you're looking to get to at the end of it. Um, it's a great way for us to help you mm-hmm. and it's all supporting the hospital at the end of the day. Yeah. And anyone that has worked and gone to school at the same time yep. already knows just how stressful that yes. can be. Just <laughs> 
from a time management perspective and, and any financial burden on top of that, um, you know, that we feel that stress every day. So yeah. whatever you can alleviate, um, it's such a gift to be Absolutely. able to focus on your education and your family too at the same time if, if, if you are going to school in that way. Yeah. Um, so I know that for, for myself, I've worked at the hospital two years and I've had um, quite a few moments and interactions with, um, with patients and community members that have really touched me in a way that um, maybe I didn't anticipate when I went to work that day. Um, I was in an impromptu wedding one day with a, a patient in her <laughs> 70s and her, um, you know, what then became very loving husband. She was, you know, sick for a week in here and um, they got married on the fly and actually they needed a uh, maid of honor and oh. I was there filming it and I came out from behind the camera <laughs> and our director of marketing took over the camera and I found myself and it was a jean Friday so I was wearing <laughs> jeans but um I found myself just attending a wedding that yeah, day and it that. was just unbelievable <laughs> yeah. and I was in tears and I was so moved and it was just I didn't wake up thinking that that was going to happen that day yeah um so so tell me about you've been here seven eight months now so have you had an experience like that that's really moved you? Yeah, I can think of one um, that really has stuck with me. So I started in November um, and we, at the beginning of December, we do our silent um, auction trees and wreaths mm -hmm. for Christmas. Such a fun event. Um, it was. It yeah. was my first event with um, the foundation and I really enjoyed it. It's mm -hmm. fun. It gets the departments involved. Um, everyone loves it and they're decorating mm -hmm. trees and wreaths and we get to um, auction off those items and the money raised comes mm -hmm. back to the foundation. But So I'm setting up the trees on the day that they all go down to the cafeteria mm -hmm. and there is a um, an older woman and it seemed to be her son, you mm -hmm. know, just from looking at them. And they were sitting in the cafeteria and they were just holding each other and crying and, mm -hmm. you know, I assumed it wasn't great. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't ask any questions and so we're setting up trees and we're getting everything ready and the auction's going to start the next day and um, he comes up to me and he says he asked me what we're doing and so I told him about the foundation and how this is a fundraiser for us and all the departments get involved and it's really fun and um, he said that's really cool I love that idea I love how it gets so many people within the same work mm -hmm. involved in something together and I was like yeah I think it's great and anyway so that was about it mm -hmm. well um, the next day he came back and he bid on a tree and um, he sat there he was from Ohio mm -hmm. his parents lived down here so he was down here oh, visiting wow. and his dad was in the hospital mm -hmm. and so that was his mom that yeah. he was sitting at the table with but um, so he comes back and he bids on the tree and mm -hmm. he really likes it and he's like I'm, I'm gonna get this tree and I'm like, okay. Do you remember what tree you were? Um, it was the Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, he he bids and he waits and he, mm -hmm. I mean, he's like stalking this yes. tree. Uh, and so. And it gets crazy there at the end. Yeah. The bidding is not <laughs> yeah. for the lighthearted. <laughs> not at all. Um, and so he won the tree and yeah. he comes up to me and he says, um, uh, I, I won the tree. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, congratulations. And he said, you know, this has been a really hard week for me. I'm gonna get emotional. Yeah. It's been a really hard week for me. My dad um, has been in the hospital. He didn't tell me for what, and I didn't ask. Mm -hmm. But he said it's just been it's been really tough, and I've been trying to be here for my mom. And we were sitting down here after being in the hospital for a mm -hmm. week, and all these trees just came mm -hmm. in here oh at gosh. one time, and it was just so beautiful. And it was like, okay, yeah. 
it's going to be okay. And yeah. he said, and I wasn't going to come back because I'm supposed to go back to Ohio. Um, and I wasn't going to come back, but I really wanted this tree. Aww. And so I came back and I won and we just took my dad home after oh being gosh. in the hospital. And he was like, I just want to say thank you for doing this. And yeah. he said, I know you didn't do it for me or, yeah. or for the patients because they can't see it. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that it was a little bit of happiness. Mm-hmm when people are going through such hard times mm-hmm. and it, it was a little bit of fun mm-hmm. and that just stuck out to me because I've never been in the healthcare system yeah. or worked in healthcare and the fact that a tree meant mm-hmm. so much to someone that was going through such a hard time mm-hmm. um, it made me feel like okay I'm in the right spot yeah that's <laughs> such a beautiful story yeah it was well and I think in those moments too that we've you know, at some point, whether we've experienced them currently or, or will experience them in the future, we will all will find ourselves in a moment where either we or someone we love yeah. is is unwell or yeah. sick or in the hospital. And um, yeah. it is like those very small moments of human connection and kindness yeah. that make the biggest impact in those moments. Absolutely. Because you're thinking of nothing other than caring for that person or getting yourself better. You're not worried about the bills. You're not worried right. about the big picture things. So it almost frees your mind up to to really see these yeah. small yeah, the um, little miracles yeah. that come at you every day. Yeah. Um, I love that. I, I love the stories that we hear here and it's not something that I think I thought about when I, you know, transitioned from a hospitality background yeah. to mm-hmm. healthcare. Um, especially because I'm, you know, not we don't work in clinical roles right. you and I. So maybe we are interacting with our patients on a day-to-day basis, but right. we are, you know, in the hospital, we're on the floors, yeah. um, we're in the cafeteria where our, our patients' families go to, yeah. to have a moment of peace and a hot meal or a cup of coffee. Um, so you really do have these moments to yes, interact and, and be impactful, um, e- even in a non-clinical way, which kind of surprised me, but oh, I love yeah. so much about it. Yeah, I was very surprised um, at, you know, I wasn't, I'm not around patients every day, mm-hmm. and all I was doing was putting Christmas trees out, yeah. you know, and, and it just really meant so much to me that something that I I looked at it as a daily task, I've got to get this done, this is my job, and we've got to hurry up, and yeah. he under was pressure. sitting under pressure, mm-hmm. and he was sitting over there admiring this as he stepped out of the waiting room mm-hmm. for a minute. Um, just to get away, like you said, and it brought so much joy and peace to him mm-hmm. just to see all these trees. Yeah, and and that was that was the moment that I knew I'm doing something more than I realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has, is what has kept me here. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another story that I love that is, includes a foundation from that same event is, um, you know, for those that have not attended it, and we hope that you participate in some way because it is a lot of fun and it can get pretty intense at the end, but um, it's thrilling. But the trees really go up in price. Yes. I mean, we've we've had some over $500. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where it's, it's not it's not for everyone you know right. sometimes people join their money together and they maybe get it for their department right. oftentimes um, the trees are donated back to the foundation yeah. um, and get delivered to our smart stack schools mm-hmm. um, but I overheard uh, a, a teenager a young younger teenager boy who wanted a particular tree and mm-hmm. I think it was the um, toy story the toy tree, story tree. Yeah. and mm-hmm. um, anyway I just remember he really wanted this tree and it's you have to be there right at the end of yes. bidding you have to be like you know you're hovering over your tree you've got to yeah. be ready with your wallet to you know 
kind of up the ante a little bit um, and he did not get the tree but Ted Milford, our vice president of the foundation, did yep. and gave the tree to him, yes. which was the most amazing. Yes, moment. it was. I remember um, texting Ted, you know, because our offices are not together, and mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, what would you like for me to do with this tree mm -hmm. that you won?" And he said, "I need you to take it up to this certain room, and it was in the admin building mm -hmm. upstairs, but um, I need you to take it to this room and tell them that it's for so and so." Mm -hmm. And um, again that was a moment where not just me but other people that i work with our mm -hmm. senior admin team they're they're here for a reason they're mm -hmm. passionate about what they do they enjoy what they do and they're not just here to make a paycheck mm -hmm. they they honestly are here to make a difference mm -hmm. and and that means yeah. a lot and those moments are so infectious i yes. think that's what i love about it is whether that has happened to you you've done it for someone else or you've witnessed it happening to other people in your peripheral it, you want to go out and do it. Yeah. You yeah. want to be that joy and spread that light Absolutely. everywhere you go. So it sets such a great example. Um, well,